Alright, it's our auction podcast. Yes, you people wanted it, so we are giving it to you. Uh, this auction will probably last about four or, or more hours. This podcast will last a little bit more than one hour, I assume, but we'll get to whatever we can. Adam, Scott, and Chris here. We're recording on Thursday, March 1st, so you're going to probably hear this on Saturday or later. If we miss any news, please just remember it's Thursday, March 1st at 1 p.m. as we speak. It is a 12th. Well, you know what? We'll get into the specifics in a second. It's 12-team roto with two catchers for some reason because two catchers are stupid. Or but right now. It, well, we'll get more specifics. Um, I want to bring something up before the auction starts, which is going to happen shortly. I've thought about pitching. We haven't done our starting pitcher preview yet. I've thought about pitchers and the, the big four, Kershaw, Scherzer, Kluber, Sale, and then the rest of the group. And what's the best way to say this? I think that there is such a major drop-off at hitter in, like, the middle of the third round of a 12-team league. I know this this is not a round we're doing auction, but still. Like, after the top 20 or 24 or so hitters, uh, I think there's such a big drop-off that I might be a little bit lower on the four aces than you guys. Maybe not Kershaw, but the others. I, it's interesting because when we, you know, the, the thing that separates the big four uh, is not just the the quality of the innings, but the quantity of the innings. Except, you know, Clayton Kershaw hasn't thrown more than 180 in the last two seasons, right? Right, but that's that's because of health reasons. And start by start, he certainly gives you plenty of length. Oh, he's incredible. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. Is the gap between those four and maybe the next three starting pitchers really that big? See, I, I think it probably I, I th- is. Yeah. I think it is big, and that's not even why I'm, I'm like maybe lower on them. It's because I'm so worried about not having two great hitters in my lineup. And if I go pitcher, if I go hitter in round one, pitcher in round two, and then my third pick might be like Brian Dozier, who might be. I mean, he's like a top fifteen hitter usually, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like well, yeah, I know what you're saying. Most of the mixed league hitter pool is more or less. As valuable as the rest. But there are those 20 options at the top of the draft that legitimately do stand out. And, you know, that's why my rankings don't go Kershaw, Kluber, Scherzer, Sale right at the top of the draft because those, those couple dozen hitters are still worth paying a premium for, at least on the same level as the four super aces. Um, but, you know, usually in a draft context, you, only you're probably only getting a shot at one of those pitchers, just one. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to sacrifice one hitter spot for that big pitcher advantage. What'll be interesting in the auction is if somebody makes a play for two of that big four. Yeah, I won't be doing that. No way. So all right, here are the specifics. That's just something to think about in terms of you know balancing hitting and pitching. Uh, we we talk about the drop off at pitcher. We don't always talk about the drop off at hitter. And it is a 12 team rotisserie league, five by five. Batting average, home runs, RBIs, stolen bases, and runs scored. Pitching stats are ERA, whip, strikeouts, wins, and saves. There are nine pitcher spots, and you can have as many starters, as many relievers as possible. Standard, you know, conventional wisdom is probably six starters, three relievers, but that has been, that, that has changed, I'd say. Especially remembering this auction last year where Heath was at least one team that went kind of reliever heavy. Uh, to win whip and ERA, and then change the strategy. I think later in the year to sort of catch up in in strikeouts and uh, and wins, and it worked pretty well for him. 
and then the hitter spots are two catchers, because if one catcher's not bad enough, let's have two. First, second, third, short, five outfielders, a middle infielder, a corner infielder, and a utility. So nine pitcher spots. How many hitter spots is that, Scott? There are uh, 14 hitter spots. Okay. 14 hitter spots, nine pitcher spots, and seven bench spots, which we will do a snake draft for after the auction is done for 23 starters. And by that point, it will be 8 o'clock at night. (laughs) We'll all be ready for dinner. Right. We're already a half hour late on this draft. When are we going to start, Scott? As soon as the final owner gets in the room. We we had a no-show, which is always wonderful, especially with an auction. Uh, (laughs) But... We've hunted down a replacement, and we're just waiting for him to hop in the room. Okay, so I'm going to pause the podcast now, podcast now and rejoin when we start the draft or the auction, and none of you out there are going to be the wiser. So be re- You just told them. Yeah, B- BRB. Uh, men in black that. Erase it from your memory. BRB. Hey, guess what? We're starting the auction. There was no pause or anything, people. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Now, this is a real draft that, that we're playing. Adam, I, I'm still making sure everybody's paying attention. All right, that's After fine. Half an hour, they've probably wandered off. That's fine, so. Scott. I'll just ramble on. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, this is gonna be a very off the cuff podcast, so maybe a little unprofessional at times. Um. So, uh, yeah, I I don't want you guys to give away too much of your strategy because I respect the fact that this is a real league that we are playing out, and it's probably my favorite and most valued league. Uh, we have really, really good people in this league that are very smart, very good at fantasy baseball. So for me, it is really a test of my skills. We have one listener in the league. His name is Matt. We'll tell you how he does. Um, and I think what we'll do is we'll evaluate the players. We'll talk about the players that get auctioned off, that get bid on. Probably for most of them after the, after they are, you know, on a team, after the bidding ends, because I don't want you guys to have to give away who you like and don't. But I will also talk about bidding strategy, and I'll just tell you, and Chris, you can comment on this. I almost always nominate players that I don't want on my team, especially ones that I think are going to be expensive that I don't yeah, want on my team. I I think that's a that's a smart strategy. That's actually that's actually more of a concern for me once we start getting into the point where people have to be a little more frugal, uh, especially because I'm the type of owner who tends to splurge on a few big players, um, especially in a mixed league where there's more options on the waiver wire. And then I, I reach a point where I've got a queue of 29 players, and I want all of them for $3, and I'm afraid to to put any of them out there because there's always some chucklehead who's got $15 max bid to screw me oh, over. Oh, Scott White nominating Mike Trout. Let's see. Let's set the market here. Mike I, Trout. I've seen... I've seen Scott White's cheat sheet. He does not want Mike Trout. So. Oh, don't I? Fifty dollar well, bid. Just jumped in with a fifty dollar bid. So no, I do not. I forgot to mention it's a two hundred and sixty dollar budget for twenty three starting players. So Trout will not necessarily be the most expensive because you never know. But oh, now it's sixty dollars. I'm out. I'm out. No chance. That's uh, that's too much. Not yeah. 60. Well, that's, that's you know too much we have been doing. We we've done the AL. Only version, the NL only version of this draft, um, already. Same depth, 12 teams, standard roto. And what you see in the mixed league auction compared to those, a lot of times, is the super elite players go for a super elite premium because, you know, the, the quality of the one to two dollar players is so much higher yeah. than in a, you know, a league specific format. 
All right, my money is on Heath getting Trey Turner, and Trout did go for sixty bucks. Turner's up I to mean, fifty. You know, if Trey Turner's the number one player according to Heath, he needs to bid at least sixty-one on Trey Turner, right? Scott moved Trey Turner up to third in Roto. I did. Yeah, that's big. I finally relented there. He's at I mean, fifty-two. One sold for fifty-one dollars, which is still high. I mean, it's not it. it like I'm looking. This is one way you can use roto values because obviously all auctions are auction values because obviously all auctions are different and nobody's auctions going to follow the letter of our projected auction values. But when you see guys going for consistently higher than we have them, and, and in this case I had Mike Trout for 40, I had Trey Turner for 39, so they both went for a lot more. Uh, and if that keeps happening with these elite players, I'm gonna know that there's going to be not much money left for the mid-tier players, and that maybe that's the time to bid aggressively as opposed to right now, where uh, a lot of these guys look like overpays. All right, so um, here's Chris Towers nominating Buster Posey. I'm sitting this one out. There's, I'm just not spending, you know. Right now it's at 17 bucks to Here, Heath. Here's the thing I run into is I know 19 for Chris. Heath's valuation of Buster Posey is higher than the current bid. 20 for Posey now. So Heath is lying on his rankings because he says Buster Posey is a $28 player, and he <laughs> has not bid higher than 17 Now, it is worth noting if you're looking at Heath and Scott's uh, roto valuations, Heath is much more aggressive on the higher end. His top players are in the high 40s. Scott's are topped out at 40 right? Yes, yeah. But and you'll bid more than 40 it, for them. Right in this format, I do go. I do go with a higher ceiling in a in a points league, a head-to-head league, where you know a lot of the players you draft are going to be on your bench, and who wants to spend on bench players? So Posey ended up going for twenty, which was actually one dollar less than I project for him to go. So that seems fine. Um, yeah, yeah, that that did not continue the pattern of overpays. I would say Carlos Correa right now is at thirty-two. Oh, uh, 33. I'm pretty interested in this. So yeah. this is where I say, okay, remember. Trey Turner went for $51. So right now, like 34, I'm going to go 35 on Carlos Correa. And Chris just did 36. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, this is another tough one. I have, him, I have him going for 32, so he's at $5 over. Definitely seems like people are going very aggressively for the, for the elite hitters we were talking about at the very top. The, you know, that couple dozen that really stand out. $37 for Correa. It's not wrong. Uh, but it probably means I'm going to like the value of the next tier better. But I think it means that you also have to adjust and get one. I'm going to have to overpay for one of the elites. If everybody's overpaying, I'm going to have to do it too. We're all going to have values in the Not middle necessarily. tier. I remember uh, two years ago, Scott, I made that mistake uh, as Max Scherzer now. It's what it's what Heath did in the uh, the Dynasty League that we're in on Sunday. He had the second most amount of money. I think I had the most. I spent huge on three players. And then had to fill out my lineup with cheap guys, and Heath was scared off of the prices early on, and ended up yeah, missing out on good players. That's, that's a different a, scenario because that's that's a sure, cheaper but, but league that, where guys are same, getting kept net for next yes, to nothing. But the same and, dynamic is still at play. Yeah, where I don't really think it is. There's always there's always someone in an auction who doesn't spend because the value isn't there on the name brand guys. Right. And you need some of those guys. You don't need some of those guys. No, you do need to get good players eventually, but. Like when they're when they're consistently going for ten dollars higher than I have them projected for, that's going to be a lot of 
a lot of would you, unclaimed. Would you trade your first, second, and third round picks in a snake draft for five picks between 10 and 17? I think it's going to be more than five. I don't think that math works. I don't know. So, actually, all right. I made that mistake a few years ago. This is what I'm talking about, right? All the elite hitters were going for higher than I expected. And I got, I pretty much got left out. I remember, I think I got one guy and it was AJ Pollock and he got hurt. Um, <laughs> and, and then what you find out is like, there are values all over the draft because people spent so much on the elite hitters and even the elite pitchers. We just saw Max Scherzer, by the way, go for $43, which is currently what Giancarlo Stanton is at. Now he's at 44 and I am out on Giancarlo Stanton. But look, at some point, you have to make a list of all the elite hitters, maybe some of the elite pitchers, that you have to have one. Like you cannot sit out the first few. You don't have to have. I think one. you do. You don't have how to can have... you? How, how can you win in fantasy if you don't have a first or second round draft pick? Like because you're screwed. Twenty three lineup spots to fill. I think you got to have, have elite. Eight third round picks. I mean, you probably still. Eight, you're not going to have eight. That's an exaggeration. You're not going to. Well, I don't know that it is. These prices are really high. But but the you know you get to a point where like. The you know, the 20th hitter, at some point, like he's so much better than the 23rd hitter, you know? Because everything everything can't be value. Like, you can't, everything can't be a return on your investment. Would you guys stop lecturing me and just let me I'm try not and lecturing pick a team you. and then we'll judge it afterwards? I'm not lecturing, we're not going to judge it afterwards, that's four hours from now. On a podcast, Scott. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking philosophically, I think the listeners. I feel like you guys are lecturing me. I'm not listening, I would never lecture you. I, I, I think that the listeners need to understand where Chris and I are coming from and where Scott's coming from. I think that you have to have, in an auction, that this is the point of auctions, is get as many elite players as you want. I, I have to have at least one. Uh, that's, that's where I, Scott doesn't think that, Chris and I do. Alright, well, we'll end it there. I'm at $40. Screw you, Chris. I was at 40 now Chris at least is at I wasn't 41. the jerk who waited until there was one second left, like you. Alright, I'm at 42 on Charlie Blackman. Chris is at 43. Alright, I'll go 44. Remember, Giancarlo Stanton just went for 46. Is anybody going to beat my $44 bid on Charlie Blackman? Charlie Blackman going so. once. I think you got him. All right, I got a player. I'm on the board. And I did that because I like him better than Stanton. And he's two dollars. And he, I just got him for $2 cheaper than Stanton. $1 more yeah. than Scherzer. And I like him a lot. Uh, not a lot better. But certainly I like Blackman better than Scherzer. All right. Scott, what can I lecture you on? Oh, I have to nominate. <laughs> That was a mistake. Think of all the third-round players you could have gotten instead. Here's who I'm going to nominate. I'm going to nominate somebody I don't want. I'm going to nominate um, Reese Hoskins. Actually, I don't really want to you nominate You did not him. nominate Reese Hoskins. You got timed out. Jose so Altuve. we're going to see how much Altuve goes for. Right. Does he break the 50 threshold like Turner and Trout both did? He will. Trout went for so. six. Trout went for sixty-one, and Turner. No, Trout went for sixty, went for and 60. Turner went for fifty-one, and Altuve. Yep. Uh, there it is. Man, I might get in on this. I, I, I'm put. I just put in fifty-one for him. Yeah, that's. I'm done now. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna cruise by that. I don't think I can justify two players at nearly a hundred dollars. Uh, he's at fifty-five. Remember, I got Blackman for forty-four. Uh, we'll let and this neither play Scott out. nor I has a player yet. And that's fine. There have only been oh, okay. seven players. So for all Chris is lecturing, he's here doing the same thing I'm doing. No, he's not. There's only seven guys off the board. Now eight. Altuve went for 55. Yeah. Oh, um, interesting one. This is where it gets interesting. We've had nothing but studs plus Buster Posey. Here comes Billy Hamilton. Who some might argue is a stud in his own right. 
It's hard to L, know. I, I think because of the steel scarcity, he's probably going to push 30, especially as aggressively as the bidding's been early on. And I, I think this is this is a good um, a good little tip. Once you get a sense of how uh, the, the what your what your what the auctioning behavior is going to be, because every auction room's different. But you know we're eight picks in, and so we have a pretty good idea. People are going really hard after players right now. That's when you nominate a guy who um, you know maybe even you consider him a mid to late round pick. And just see if somebody will overspend for that guy. Not somebody who you might accidentally get for a dollar. Somebody trendy, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, uh, what would be a good example? Maybe somebody like I know exactly. Trevor Bauer. He's pretty trendy. I know exactly who I'm going to go with. And it's the guy who I've been arguing is overvalued on Twitter for the last couple of days. And that I, I'm nominating Jose Barrios. You guys can pay up for him. See, it's just so hard to know what to pay for Jose Barrios. We've had one pitcher come off the board, Max Scherzer, for $43. Top of my head, I don't want to spend more than 7 or $8 on Jose Barrios out of 260 Like, what do you guys think? I, I agree. But where he's being drafted in ADP is probably like a $15 player. I would guess that's what uh, Scott and Heath have him as. Uh, well, Scott's boy is being bid on right now. Tom yeah, and Sam. Unfortunately, our resident Cardinals fan is a part uh-huh. of this auction, and uh, I'm going to concede to him. Oh, oh no. Tim. Oh, no. He got – he's pushed up to 27 now for Tommy Pham. Billy Hamilton went for $24. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Pham went for 27 We have 10 players off the board. you got to be patient in auctions. you got to remember – I know it's fun to get in there to get a great player – uh, but like Mookie Betts just got nominated. I have Charlie Blackman. There's almost no chance I'm going to be getting Mookie Betts. Uh, now let's see where Betts goes. I have Blackman at 44. Betts is up to 41. They should be around the same price. Now he's up to 43. Uh, but be Christian patient. Past 45. We're going. 46, we're 47. 47 to the guy who just bid 27 on Tommy Pham. Tim, I'd say his last name if I knew how to pronounce it. <laughs> McCloyd, McClive, I don't know. M- MCLEOD. Now it's 48 McLeod. to Chris Mitchell. McCloud? Yeah, it's probably McCloud. As, as many McCloud athletes as there's been? <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Um, and, uh, 48, 48 for Mookie. Not for, not to Tim McCloud, though, to Chris Mitchell. So yeah, that, now I feel warm and fuzzy about Charlie Blackman at 44. Because he's $4 yeah, cheaper. That was one of the better I think ones, Charlie I think. Blackman's a better player than Mookie Betts right now for fantasy. Sure. Sure. That it's was toss up to me, but sure. Yeah. I'll save the four bucks. Four bucks means a lot. We're we're getting these elites. We're starting to get them out of the way now because Bryce Harper's up. He's up to forty five. And Harper's the one. I I finally I think for the first time drafted him in a uh, in this really big league. That Adam, are you in the great fantasy baseball invitational? Can't be that great if I'm not in it. All right, well and I'm not in it. Scott Heath and I are, and it's like twelve leagues combined or something. It's kind of like the Scott Fishbowl in uh, football. Twelve, fifteen team leagues. Yeah. And there's there there's gonna be individual league winners and there's gonna be one overall win. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh I finally took Bryce Harper with the number five overall pick. That was the first time, but I'm I'm wary of him because he's just been so all over the place. All right, Bryce Harper went I'm gonna test it out now because it's my turn to nominate. I'm gonna throw Trevor Bauer out there who I project to go for um I project Trevor Bauer to go for seven dollars. Yeah, that's what I was. And thinking. that's with people not going crazy for the 
high guys con- consistently bidding like $10 over what I have them for. So in theory, that should mean Bauer should be like a 2 or $3 guy. Uh, but Adam's bidding on him. It's up to six now, like seven. So I'm he's done. gonna go. He's gonna go past my projection too. So yeah, now's this is a good point to nominate guys you don't really want. And Bauer, because you know people are just gonna spend on whoever they see. Bauer sure. is certainly talented, but he's in that range of like forty to eighty, where I don't know how much differentiation there is between the starting pitchers. Right. You're gonna be able to get somebody with Trevor Bauer's skill set. What did he go for? He went for nine. Eighty, bucks. ninety picks from now. He went for nine dollars. Yeah, you're gonna get guys for three dollars that are potentially as good. Uh I wanna read from last year, like Scott White's team. I'm looking at your team from last year. This was your pitching staff. Um Chris Archer fifteen, Rick Porcello twelve, Masahiro Tanaka twelve, uh Jay Happ for two, Ian Kennedy for one, Robbie Ray for four. Nice work. Come on, Scott. <laughs> Alex Colome is- for four. So, like, if you think that Tanaka last year went for 12, Archer went for 15, Trevor Bauer's not a $9 player, in my opinion. Nope. Based on that, so that's an overpay. Uh, my team last year, or Chris's team last year, Paxton for 5, Dallas Keuchel for 7. $9, like, so I said earlier, 7 or $8 for Jose Barrios, that's probably too much. Like, that's probably a $5 player. Um, I'm just looking at last year where these guys went. Uh, for me, I had, Lester for 26. Cole Hamels for 17. Great pick. All right, let's try it out. Will Jose Barrios go for more than Trevor Bauer? He's being drafted about 50 spots ahead of Trevor Bauer. Oh, I missed the player. So you would think. Francisco Lindor just went for $34. Compare that to uh, uh, Turner, who went for 51, and Correa went for 37. Lindor for 34. Seems pretty reasonable. I think we can get Jose Barrios above 10 with Heath. Somebody bid. Somebody who I'm likes not Jose doing Barrios that. Did. I don't like nope, him. Nope, 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 nope. I will never, I will never prize and force again in an auction. <laughs> when, it, when it burns you, um, who did like you every, end up with? Every dollar is precious. You end up with uh, Steve Jed Pierce. Jerko. Oh, Jed Jerko. The That's Jed, right. The famous Nando oh, Defino, awesome. our old friend Nando Defino, uh, was obsessed with Jed Jerko, as Nando has a tendency to do. He has a tendency to obsess over players and to get them at all costs. I knew this about Nando. I'd worked with him long enough. Yeah, I drafted with him long enough. We could have absolutely price uh, enforced Heath on that. He has Barrios as a $13 player. But Missed here's the opportunity. Thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, had, I had a plan in place to bid on Miguel Cabrera and Mike Trout back when they were clearly the two best players, and to overpay as much as I needed to to get them. But that was with the understanding that uh, I'd have to be careful with my dollars at every other position. So instead I got a $24 Jed Jerko because Nando bailed. After you, I'd bid him up a few times how already. Much? 24. You thought you could get, you thought Nando would go to 25. So you go to 24, yeah. Nando was like, that, nope. That was the peak of Jed Jerko hype. Like yeah. that was the year he went for the most, but that was still too much. All right, uh, Scott almost got J.D. Martinez. He had him at 37. Heath swooped in and took him for 38. So the last few nominations, the last two players have been uh, Lindor at 34, Barrios at 9, and Martinez, J.D. Martinez at 38. And now Clayton Kershaw is up. And Max Scherzer went for 43. So here's Kershaw. Heath is being aggressive right now. He's got a bad back. He might just want to go to sleep. He's at $46, (laughs) and he did not get him. Paul Martin comes in at 47 for Clayton Kershaw. You know what's really interesting about this draft so far? 
the amount of money that's flying around, and not a single third baseman or first baseman has been nominated. That is interesting. 47 Arguably the Kershaw. two deepest positions on the board. Well, that's that's kind of what I feel like. And and eventually, to get back to the guy, the, your guy's original point, uh, eventually, if there are no discounts, I'll have to jump in on one of these high guys, probably. But <laughs> there are still a lot left, is the thing. Yeah, there are. And uh, and I'm not even, I'm not necessarily looking for a discount. I should rephrase that. Just not what I see as a drastic overpay. All right. So Kershaw went for 47. Scherzer went for 43. Here's Noah Syndergaard. Chris is at. No, Chris was at 17. Now Chris is at 19. George at 20. Heath is at 21. 22 for Syndergaard. 23, 24, 25, 26 for Syndergaard. Chris Towers has the high bid. 27 to Heath Cummings. Do I have 28? Do I see 28? I got eight seconds left here. Do I see 28? 28 to Paul Martin here for Noah Syndergaard. 29 for Noah Syndergaard to Heath Cummings. Heath, I'm telling you, Heath wants to go to sleep because he is trying to get everybody right now. Uh, Syndergaard is up to 30. I'm telling you, Heath is, Heath is trying to avoid what happened to him in the auction that we did on Sunday. That is absolutely what's happening right now. I think it's a really bad idea to spend a lot early. I think it's a really bad idea. Uh, I think it depends. It like depends. The, if you can get, like it, in this league where Mike Trout went for 60, Altuve went for 55, Turner went for 55, mm-hmm. it's probably a bad idea to spend on multiple players. Or, Turner yeah, went for 51. Because you have to leave. You know, I, I actually am fine with the studs and duds approach in an auction when the prices are more reasonable on the high end. Uh, and I was actually using Heath's auction values to set my guide because I know his were a little higher on the price on the high end. So I was willing to uh Ooh. stretch to get to pair like Jose Altuve and Mike Trout. But I wanted to get them for forty five dollars each, you know. I, I think it makes sense to spend when you can do that. But to throw sixty at one of them, uh that's oh crap. Ah! I got busy talking and missed a guy I want for less than I was gonna get him for Matt Olson for twelve dollars. Noah Syndergaard ended up this going for thirty three. I didn't want to do this podcast. <laughs> All right, so I care about the state of my team. I'm gonna nominate JT. I was Real gonna go fifteen Muto. on Olson. He went for twelve. I nominated JT Real Muto. I'm not really interested in him. His his value could go way up if he gets traded, way up. But he ain't traded yet. So so Real Muto's out. So recapping the last two um, bids or players: Syndergaard for thirty three. Matt Olson for 12. So the reason why I don't like spending that much early is I've always found that the middle of an auction, let's say hours number two and three, uh, are great values. And sometimes there are stud players there. A lot of times it's kind of like mid-round play, or a lot of times it's like fourth-round players. You know, I, Christian Yelich might go for 16 bucks or something like that. That could be a great value. Um, because guys are like, oh man, I just spent so much on the elites and I want to save some money for the end. I, I always find that the, often find, the middle of the auction is where I get the best value. So I like to load up there. JT Realmuto for $12 is cuckoo bananas to me. I don't it's like fine. it. Matt Olson also went for $12. D Gordon! There we go. Alright, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna be in on this. Yeah, well he just, he just zoomed past 30. It was, it was in the low 20s for a while. He should go for more than Hamilton, obviously. Hamilton went for what was it? And this 24? is the last of the elite stolen base guys. Oh, Chris goes for thirty-three. The well, big three. Starling Marte the, the is still available. Three. Yeah, thirty-three. Oh, to as Chris. we talked about on Thursday's podcast, Byron Buxton maybe needs to be among that yep. group. Maybe yep. got my first player. Chris there you on go, the board. Chris. I had thirty-two on D Gordon. You went thirty-three. Why didn't I go thirty-four? I don't really know. A lot of it is just sort of like feeling feeling it out in the auction. 
You no, know, totally, right? totally understand that. There have been a few players that I've been right there at the end, and then I just can't quite. I think I was at 31 on Syndergaard. He went for 33. Right. Uh, Kenley Jansen is up for bid. I don't think I would spend more than 20 on a closer, but he's already at 22. I, mean, what do I you guys have think? trouble justifying spending more than about. I'll go up to 100 on my pitching staff, but that's probably the extreme. Okay. And I'd prefer not to. Jansen at $24. I think I'm going to prioritize the saves category more than, like, the elite ERA whip. Like, I just want to get saves. <laughs> I'll save money and get saves. Gary Sanchez uh, on the board. So D. Gordon went for 33 Kenley Jansen went for 24 Here's Gary Sanchez. $20 bid from Scott. He's up to 22 now. JT Realmuto just went for 12 Gary Sanchez at 24 to Chris. Scott and Chris both in on this. Scott to 25 on Gary Sanchez. Chris to 26. Gary Sanchez had a home run on Wednesday. Went about 700 feet. Chris is at <laughs> 29. That was that was a nice <laughs> reminder that, like, as good as Stan- Stanton and uh, Judge are, Gary Sanchez might not be that much behind them. Yeah. Just as a hitter. 31 to Chris. Will Scott go to 32? Well, Mike Kuchera did. I think I'm backing off. Chris is up to 33 now. I thought Mike Kuchera wasn't in the draft. Scott? I think that might be our... Oh, uh, that's our, our, our listener who's drafting under Mike Kuchera's name. All right. Uh, yeah. Noted. $36? Are you kidding? 36 for Yes, it's a big joke. For Gary There's Sanchez? right behind I mean, you. it's in line with the way the other early rounders have Sold. been going about. Chris yeah, Towers. I had him for 27. He went for nine more. He has him for 31. Like, that's that's within the realm of... like. Yeah, I you guess know my so. strategy I guess on Gary so. Sanchez. I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna have a higher valuation on him than anybody else. He went for more than Francisco Lindor. He went, so Lindor, Lindor went for 34, Gary Sanchez for 36, JD Martinez for 38, and Josh Donaldson is on the board. So, so if, I had always said like, Gary Sanchez versus Josh Donaldson is a very tough call for me. By that logic, if I can get Josh Donaldson for less than $36, I should you like should that. You should probably be in on this. Josh Donaldson bidding then. He's up to 29. But Josh Donaldson is also the first third baseman nominated. And there are... Which always makes you wonder. There are two first-round caliber hitters left. Maybe three. All right, I'm in on Donaldson. 31. Yeah, how many players do you have, Adam? One. Charlie Blackman at $44. Yeah. There might be eight first-round caliber hitters left. Oh, damn you, Phil. $32 to Phil. So first round going. caliber hitters left from going. my perspective would include Goldschmidt and, and all of these guys obviously don't go in the first round, but I think they're of that caliber. Goldschmidt, Freeman, Vado, Rizzo, Arenado, Bryant, Machado. Um, Scott, you better get Arenado and he, you are uh, nominating right now. So. Aaron Judge is, mm. all right, we got you know, guys. on the fringes there. I am going to nominate a player I don't want in this format and that you're about to run out of time. He's the commissioner. He can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> no, because I, I couldn't back out that Olsen bid. Um, oh, I like this Yeah, one. Matt Carpenter. I, like I don't want Matt Carpenter, but I'm confident I won't get him for a dollar. If I did get him for a dollar, okay, I do want him. But, uh, oh, straight to 18. Oh, 19. Yeah, that is 19 Woo. now for Woo. Heath. Matt Olsen went for 12 bucks. remember. I, so I mean, it, we, I'm guessing Heath did not expect that to be 18. I'm guessing not either. And this is something. Yep. Ah, uh, damn. That's unfortunate what just happened to Heath. So, yeah, let's talk about what just happened, Scott. Carpenter went for $19. Are you going to back it out? No. I might. No. I might do that. No, I don't no, think you should. No, that happens in auctions. So what happened was 
Keith kept bit hitting the button. He was going $1 up. And uh, this is the the risk when you go $1 up. Is someone it's, else it's types really, in It's really option. a failure of technology is what that is. Here's how it works, in case you're not familiar. There is a – at the top right of the screen, a player is nominated, and there are two buttons. Or there's one button. There's a add $1 button, and there's a box where you can submit your own custom bid. So if you don't want to go one, two, three, four, five, you can just put ten. So yeah, it started at one, and everybody's hitting plus one, plus one. Somebody put in eighteen dollars, and simultaneously, or just after, Heath hit plus one, and he went to nineteen dollars on Matt Carpenter, which was way more than he wanted to spend. And Scott is backing it out. So now yeah, Carpenter's it's, a it's trail. I disagree with the commissioner's if decision. If your commissioner isn't as forgiving as me. Um, like and just, you should never assume he is. I think you have to but live with it. That's why I just never use that button. Unless unless you're down to your last $2 and you want to get from $1 to $2 very quickly. Here's Only Aaron bad Judge. things can happen if you use that button. All right, Carpenter just and Olsen. Just in the number you want to bid. Carpenter and Olsen went for 12 bucks, which seems totally reasonable to me. Um, right? Sounds good? I had Matt Carpenter going for 12 so, yes, that's exactly where he should have gone. It was not an overpay. But it was not an underpay, which I feel like hitters in that range should be with the amount of money being spent here at the top. Aaron Judge going for a very reasonable $37 right now. Yeah, that's why I put in a bid for him. Now Scott did too. I don't really want to spend big on two outfielders, but I think I'm going to let Scott have them. 38 bucks, same as J.D. Martinez. Yeah, my first player. All right, you're on the board. So you got one. Is that higher than you wanted to go for Judge? 38 bucks? Uh, yes, it was. Yes, but I'd rather go too high in the 30s than too high in the 40s. So We still have just Kluber. We have Kluber and Sale left. How many pitchers so far? Um, we have Jansen, Scherzer, Kershaw, Trevor Bauer, who went for nine, Jose Barrios, who went for nine, Syndergaard, who went for 33. Here's Manny Machado, who is only going to be third base eligible for the first week of the season, and then he'll be shortstop eligible. Um, all right, Machado here. Aaron Judge just went for 38. How much did Correa go for? Correa went for 30. Let me see. Correa went for 37. Judge Machado's up... probably going to go for less. Yeah. All right, he's at 31 right now. Do we all have just one player? I have two. Who do you have? Gary Sanchez and D. Gordon. Okay. I have Charlie Blackman. Scott is Aaron Judge. Uh, all right. Scott so bid 36. Scott's got some work to do in one category at least. <laughs> With batting average? Yeah. Heath bid 37 on Manny Machado. And Heath's going to get him. Yeah. So Heath. Yeah. I would have rather had Machado for 37 than Judge. I mean, for, for 38. 30. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want to spend 38 on both, so I backed down. Now here's Chris Bryant, second third baseman to be nominated. Josh Donaldson went for 32. I might be willing to go 40 on Bryant because I, I unlike you guys, don't view third base as such a deep position. I, I said it a million times on the preview. Uh, I th- well, if you're going to go 40, you need to start bidding. Well, I'm believe me, I'll be in on that. I'm see, I'm slow playing it a little bit. I don't want to seem too eager. Heath goes 35. <laughs> It's not a not asking somebody on a date, Adam. I'll go thirty seven. I might stop there on Chris Bryant. Tobin thirty eight. Do I go thirty nine? Judge went. Yes. Yeah. Oh crap! Now I'm at forty. <laughs> you hit the plus one button, Adam. I'm at forty. Come on. 
I'm at 40. I said I might go 40. I'm not, I'm not gonna back this out because it was just one dollar. Yeah, that's fine. Back it out. No. I'm good. I'm good. All right, I got Chris Bryant for 40. Wow, two $40 hitters. That's a lot, but maybe it's not. I don't know. They're pretty good. Chris Bryant for 40 and Blackman for 44 for me. And I, by I, the way, Nolan Arenado still hasn't gone yet. I think Chris Bryant's going to be better than his draft position. I'm, I'm very optimistic for him. Uh, here's Verlander. Uh, yeah, I think I said on the third base preview, he's the the guy I think has the best chance to break into the Trout Altuve mini tier. How fun is this? How fun is this? Auctions are the best. Oh, they're they're way more fun than than anything else. <laughs> yeah, just don't have dinner plans because uh, you won't make them. <laughs> They take forever. We've had 28 players drafted, and we have been on the air for 36 minutes, but five of that was pre-auction. That's not that bad. 30, yeah, 31 minutes for 28 players. Yeah, that, not um, bad. Yeah, no, the, the auction, especially when you're in a, a league, like your your home league, my home football league, we do an auction. It's all my friends from college, and, uh, you know, like half the league lives in South Florida. We get together. You know, we're, we're drinking beers. We're having food making fun of people. We've got like a Google Hangout. It's great. It's the best way to uh to do a mock draft or a draft. All right, Verlander went for 26. Noah Syndergaard went for 33. That's probably a pretty good value then for, Ver- for Verlander, right? $7 cheaper than uh, Syndergaard? I mean, again, it's more than I have him going for, but only $1 more. So That's a good Freddie buy-on. Freeman, 33. That's nice. Yeah, five dollars cheaper than every Judge. Every time there's somebody I want to bid on, I'm caught in the middle of talking. Five dollars cheaper than like Judge. This. One dollar more than Donaldson. Oh, Freddie Freeman at 33 might be the best value so far. Three dollars less than Gary Sanchez. Here's Marwin Gonzalez, who was eligible at first, second, um, shortstop, outfield, middle infield, corner infield. Very, very versatile player. He's at eight dollars right now. He's at $9. He's at $10. And he has been worth starting at all of those positions exactly once. Yeah, that's why I'm not in on it. 10 bucks for Tobin. I'm Marwin Gonzalez. And sold. We're going pretty quickly here. I like this pace. All right. Sorry, Scott. We screwed you up with Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman. We were only going to take one yeah. of them anyway. Adam, right. it's your turn. Oh, it's my I turn. Mean, I shouldn't have bid 38 on Judge. Who's that's, a starting pitcher I don't want? That's really the most frustrating part because the $34 Freddie Freeman was exactly what I was waiting for. Uh, who's a starting pitcher I don't want? Who's a starting pitcher I don't want? I don't really want Dan Straley. Jake Arietta. I will nominate Jake Arietta. Why don't I want Jake Arietta? Well, we haven't really talked about this. He might get signed by the time we uh, air this auction. Yeah. Players that aren't signed, the later and later it gets, the more of a disadvantage they're at. Plus, the strikeout rate went way down last year. And if he goes to the yeah. American League, that's bad. I posted uh, on Twitter a comparison of five starting pitchers over the last two seasons. It was Jake Arrieta, Jose Barrios, Alex Wood, Kyle Hendricks, who are all going between 87 and 98, plus Jameson Tyone, who's going 189. Okay, now that's a steal. <laughs> Is that a steal or what? Jake Arrieta, $13? 13 yeah, that's pretty good. I probably should have been in on that. That was my bad. Thirteen dollars, like Amarant. like Trevor Bauer went for what nine? Yeah, Barrios Thir- went for the nine. same, I think. Oh, crap! Uh, oh, Chris the one dollar button, but I can't back it out. I'm stuck with it. Oh. Uh, no, we're, no, you weren't getting Nolan Arenado for forty one. Mike, uh, our, our our listener, um, what is his name, Scott? Matt. Uh, Matt. Matt. Matt is. Matt was uh, at 42. Now Phil has a $43 bid on Nolan Arenado, up to 45 to Heath. We just yeah, saw he had to go for that much. There was 
we we couldn't have collectively yep. let him go for the same as Blackman if everybody thinks he's just as good, if not better. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know that many people do. So 46 right now for Arenado. Yeah, they're basically the same. Pick it, pick an order. So Arenado goes for 46. Blackman went for 44. How much did Betts go for? Also 46, right? Uh, Betts was 48 and Harper was 48. Zach Greinke. Zach, I know Scott Sinigard loves went Greinke. For 33. And Verlander for 26. So Greinke should be a $30 guy around there. Yep. Around twenty-five. <laughs> this is a dilemma. See, Scott, I like Granky here. You're not in on the bidding, so I'll talk to you. Chris and Heath are going back and forth. He's up to twenty-six, but I have spent eighty-four dollars on two hitters. The two hundred sixty-dollar budget, like, I don't know what to do at pitcher. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Th- I'm thrilled. Good to job, get Granky for a dollar less than Justin Verlander. I love that. Twenty-six. It's the same price. Twenty-six. Uh, but no, still. no, Verlander was yeah, twenty-seven. It was. Verlander's it was 26? 26 for Verlander. Oh, might be. Adam, you're leading everyone astray. Might be. All right, Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Since I got two elite hitters, I don't know that I'm in on Sale or Kluber. I'll probably out on them. So I'm probably looking at the DeGrom. One of, like, DeGrom, maybe Archer, Tanaka. Just looking at the who's available. If I can make my pitching staff and what I expect to spend on them. I'd love to have, like, Carlos Carrasco for about 25. Um, Carlos Martinez for maybe 21. And Dallas Keiko for 17. I don't know if that's real. Tanaka for 17. Rizzo's about to go for less than Freeman. Rizzo's at 31. Good value. Rizzo's at 33 now this to Chris. Rizzo's at 33, which is the same that Freeman went for. But still a good value because still less than Donaldson. Now 34 to our listener. What was, what was his name again? Why do I keep Matt. Matt. You want to call Kleckner. him Mike. To if you want to give his last name, I've given it five times. Matt Kleckner. He's a good guy. <laughs> did he Did he win him? Yes, he did. $34, Anthony Rizzo. All right. Now uh, here's Chris Archer. All right. What are we going to do here, Chris Archer? Really interesting player this season. Nobody really knows what to do with him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. You know is he's gonna he a get... four ERA guy? No, I don't think he is. Oh, but here, real, real, how about this take? He's gonna face the Yankees and the Red Sox this year, like a lot. They might have the most Until runs in baseball. Traded. Until he's traded. <laughs> All right, they twenty-one. Face the Cubs a bunch. I think I'm done. Twenty-two for Archer. Granky yeah, went for twenty-six. Four less than Granky and Verlander. That seems about right. Just relative to the prices in this auction. And he goes mm-hmm. for 22. Uh, my turn to nominate again. All right, Scott. Scott, is that Bud Selig in your avatar? No, that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very small. It is small. Scott has um, one player here. Is Aaron Judge so far. We've had 36 players off the board. The high is Mike Trout at $60 and Trey Turner at 51 Altuve 55 Yoenis Cespedes. I guess you don't really want him? Yeah, once again, I'm hoping mm. there will be some overly aggressive bidding on a mid-tier player. Went up to 16. That's so pretty aggressive. I have him at... You have him at like 14. 15, yeah. Um, 17 right now for Cespedes. When he's, if he plays 150 games, he's probably going to be worth 20-something, but he went for 17 bucks. Could Cespedes. be a good buy. Yeah. 
Let's see through 37 picks which t- which guy which fantasy owner has the most players. Uh, that would be Phil. Phil has Arietta and Scherzer, Harper, Donaldson, and Rayamuto. Uh, Arietta, Scherzer, Harper, Donaldson, and Rayamuto. And how much money does Phil have left? Um, I, it's hard to find him here. <laughs> Some amount. $112.95 max bid. And then we have an owner who has only $79 left, Paul. Corey Seager's on. Paul right now has three, has four players. Oh, he has five players. Right, I'll get to him in a second, but I might be interested in Corey Seager. So, all right, Corey Seager is twenty one. Like Corey Seager, I, I was bidding on him up yeah. to about twenty. Come on, there's no good shortstops. You guys got to bid on him. I agree. <laughs> I expect at least thirty dollars for Corey Seager. Well, I'm at twenty four right now. If Chris Archer went for twenty two, then. Damn you, screw you, Scott. Literally, completely healthy this spring. Literally I mean, put your money where your mouths are, guys. Scott's Come at 25. On. You can have him. Oh. I literally am putting my money where my mouth yeah. is. That is my second player. Azer wouldn't. That's a I good steal. So, I love it. It's a great I didn't value. Get a $40, I didn't get any of the $40 guys, but I got a consensus second rounder in Judge, a consensus third rounder in Seeger. Yeah, um, you did well, sir. And I think... Yeah, I, I I don't think that's going to be my last there's, big dollar purchase. There's three $35 caliber players left. Who? Paul Goldschmidt, Corey Kluber, and Chris Sale. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's not even mention the fact that Judge and Seeger both are not playing in spring games. Yeah. Because it hurt. <laughs> um, and you won't really off get season sur- Off-season surgery for both? <laughs> uh, did Seeger have surgery? Let me check. I know he had the elbow injury, and now he's got a back thing, right? Uh, thirteen dollars for Trevor Story, the most recent one. That, that, that was my, I don't want this guy nomination. I feel okay about somebody spending thirteen dollars on a guy I have no interest in. Those, are, those guys at this point are just going for like two or three, two or three dollars more than what I have them for. But again, it goes back to with the massive overpays up top. Those guys should probably go for much less than I have mm-hmm. them for. Paul Goldschmidt now. I have Chris Bryant and Charlie Blackman. I don't have any pitchers. There's no way I'm bidding on Paul Goldschmidt just because I don't, you know, I, I can't afford it. Uh, Heath is at 36 on Goldschmidt. Chris was at 35, I believe. Yeah, he is zoomed by Rizzo Freeman, even with the humidor concern. I, I thought they'd go for hit, about the same. I went to hit the plus one button just as it disappeared. I was going to go 37, <laughs> but I couldn't make, I couldn't pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Now, obviously, in a roto league, Goldschmidt's going to give you steals when those others won't, and Humidor shouldn't impact that. So it's, you know, it's probably fine, 36. Uh, I certainly would have rather gone 37 on him than 38 on Judge. So that uh, that is a mistake right now to me. Not so much ignoring the 45-plus dollar guys, but making Judge, in all likelihood, my most expensive player. And Severino on the being bid on now. I want to bring something up here after the, after this uh, Severino. I, ha- I thought I might get him for twenty. Not a chance. He's at twenty three. <laughs> I'll bid twenty four. I think I'd be willing to go. Uh, nah, I'm good here. Who do you think's better, Severino or Granky? I'm good here. Uh, I'd rather have Granky. Scott goes twenty five. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't have said it out loud, Azer. What? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not price enforcing here. I'll, but, oh. I was lying. I was lying. I was willing to go higher. <laughs> oh. I went to 26. Oh, George, oh, you go to 27. 
We're done Keep here. Going. We well, are done. Severino more expensive than Justin Verlander and Zach Greinke, and he was probably better than both last year. At yeah. some point, I mean, it's the same tier to me. At some point, like you, I have to just accept that Zach Greinke was a great value at 26, and not everybody is going to be a great value as, as Severino went for 27. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, it was a great value. Um, pre-humidor, I don't know if it was, but post-humidor. All right, so here's what I was going to say. Paul Goldschmidt went for 36. I took Chris Bryant, seemed like ages ago, for 40. I don't believe four dollars really separate them. I think third base is a lot is shallower for sure than uh than first base. But it might have just been a timing thing. Like if Chris Bryant Paul Goldsmith was the fortieth player off the board, Chris Bryant was the twenty eighth. Possible people just got tired of spending money, and twelve picks later you get a similar yeah. player for four dollars less. Uh here's Starling Marte, where it's up to thirty. Yeah, we're getting a bid off between Chris and Heath. Oh, I just, I'm trying to price and force Heath and I'm happy to take uh, him if I get him. Yeah, 30's a lot. There you go. Definitely. 31 to Heath. Heath got him. Presumably. I, I didn't want him. Starling Mark today to go for that much less than D Gordon. Which was what, 33 for Gordon? 33. Alright, Marte went for 31. Alright, Scott, you and I are gonna have to figure out a way to get some steals. <laughs> uh oh, Scott. But so is everybody else. Don't want to miss this one. <laughs> Zach, oh, Godley Zach Godley just got nominated. Lar Michaels is not here, so you better get him. So Trevor Bauer went for nine. I think Godley sh- should probably go for like, I don't know, for eight. Even though we, you probably like him better than Bauer, but oh, he's up to thirteen. Oh yeah, I definitely like him better than Bauer. You got him as a fifteen dollar player, Scott. He's it's up just, to but auctions, you know, auctions are different. Fourteen on Godley because you have to think about the full. Does the this full make you consider spectrum that, of bidding? Does this make you consider? That you should push the high, the price of your high guys up. Like no, those guys are never no, going to go for forty dollars. Oh, they do sometimes. They particularly. Um, I don't think I've seen Mike Trout go for less than fifty. Particularly in more, um, and this is an expert league, but you know I've played in expert leagues where people are more driven by the spreadsheets, I guess, and they uh, they don't go as overboard for those guys. God, and they I, went for you know what? It's fine. I, if I don't get any of them. Like the, I'm gonna have a lot of good buys later. There I think good, oh, that's Seager a, at at uh, 23, at 25, at 25 was 25. Really good buy. That was awesome. That was excellent. Uh, I gotta say, uh, I just I just nominated Votto because I don't want him. Uh, not that I don't like him, just I can't afford him. Scott's at 34 Scott, on Votto. Did you go 36? I don't, I don't know that I can go 36. That's a good, that's a great buy. 34 on Joey Votto. Well done. Case in point. $34 Votto. I mean, Freeman was 33, so it's not like... So yeah. now I got... Stop dancing. Yeah, Rizzo, I, Freeman, and Votto all went for like right around 33 I got, bucks. I got Votto and Seager counteracting the judge batting average concerns, so that's... Good. That's good. Nice. I feel good about that. All right, like here's Corey Kluber. The last of the big four. Oh, Sale already went? Did nope. I have a Sale going? The second to last <laughs> of the big four. Corey Kluber up to 33. <laughs> Max, how much was Scherzer? Like 37, I think. Uh, all right, well, Kluber's at 35. I think I'm sitting out the four aces. Oh, Scherzer was 43. Kershaw was 47. Ooh. So a nice discount on Corey mm. Kluber so far. Kluber's at 39. He's at 40. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to approach it like I'd rather have. I'd rather have like the Carrasco, Strasburg. Degrom Darvish range at at around twenty five dollars rather than Kluber at forty. 
personally. Yeah. Now here's the thing. My budget is so screwed up <laughs> because I wanted to get two of the big four. Um, really? You probably wanted to get them for about 70. Right. Yeah. Combined seven. Oh, you wanted to do that, huh? There's Robbie yeah, Ray. I did. I did. Uh, but you know, the problem is now there's only one left and already we've had Granky, Verlander, Severino, Cindergard go in the mid twenties. I think Cindergard was a little higher than mid twenties. Uh, so they're not, like this, this is the danger of an auction and timing, and why sometimes it makes sense to nominate players you want. Because if you're waiting around for a particular guy, all your potential fallbacks are going off the board, and it's not hasn't happened all the way yet, but it's getting dangerously close to that. Robbie Ray, I'm at twenty three dollars. Now he's at twenty four. I think I got to sit this out. I don't think I want to go twenty five. Scott goes twenty five. Hey. So I think what you have to do is you have to look at the tier, and now we're up to 26. Wow. Chris Sale's in his own tier, and then we've got Bumgarner, Strasburg, Carrasco, Darvish, DeGrom, Robbie Ray. That's Robbie, pro- Ray might, Robbie Ray just went for more than Zach Greinke. Uh, hang and... on, hold on. Let me finish this point because he's still, on the, he's still being bid up. Bumgarner, Strasburg, Carrasco, Darvish, DeGrom, Robbie Ray. That's six players that I consider to be in the same – at the same level, not to say they should all be the same price, but same tier. And you don't want to wait too long. You don't want to be the last one to take somebody in the tier because that's the guy who ends up going for way too much. I don't and, think you wanted to be the first guy to take someone in that tier. You're either, not the first guy. Based on what just happened. Robbie Ray went for a little bit too much. He went for 29, but you're not the first guy. It's a big tier. I mean, that's like great. Yeah, no, Severino. he was lumping Robbie Ray in with like the Verlander class, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he's the last yeah. one for me. I, I do too. Uh, yeah. But there are several others remaining, including the one up for nomination now, Steven yeah. Strasburg. You might have to get a little aggressive now because once they start coming off the board, we still have five left, but Strasburg's one of them. And we're up to 28 on Strasburg, 29 on Strasburg. Yeah. Ray went yeah. for 29. The Verlander, Granky. Granky and Verlander went in the perfect spot in the, in the yep. auction. Right, right. Everybody was holding out, out so for well. better. Yeah. And as much as you want to preach, like, this is what you should do, you just never know. <laughs> you just never that's, know. That's- that's the fun thing about auctions. That's what's really fun is that they can just change. Like the the shape of an auction, the shape of a draft you can pretty much predict. But auctions, because you can throw out Jose Barrios or Trevor Bauer early and make people spend, it ends up kind of screwing things up. Here's Chris Sale. So Ray and Strasburg went for 29. Severino went for 27. Uh, Granke went for 26. Archer for 22. There's some others. Sales up to 36. Kluber went for 40. Sales up to 37. 38 to Heath. Uh, and uh, come on, Kluber went for 40. Right. Scott's at 39. Heath's at 40. He's all right, it to 40. all right. The big four all went for at least 40. That's a little too much for all of them, but at least it's a little too much for all of them. <laughs> right. You know, at least there wasn't one who only went for like 32. Yeah. Like that. That makes sense. What just happened makes sense. All right, this will be an interesting one. And you could argue Chris Sale went for more than 40 in practice at the point of the draft where he went. Scott is nominating Paul DeYoung. Oh, Heath. And that's another thing with an auction is you can directly troll (laughs) another person. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I have DeYoung going for five. Again, he should probably go for less than what I have him going for. He's at five now. He, so I yep. feel good about this nomination. He's going past five. Well, I know we've got Heath, who loves the young. I know we've got a Cardinals fan. 
Right now it's only okay. All right, that's up All to right. eight. We're, we're pushing ten now. So this, yeah, this is. Uh, I at least feel good about my nomination approach in this auction. If and there's one thing I can say <laughs> to that. show the range, Scott, you have him as five. Heath has him as twelve. Yeah, yeah. And he which went for is eight. interesting because in this range of players. Heath's dollar values are lower than mine since he went higher yeah. at the top, and it has to add up to the same number. So, uh, you know, that just means Heath ranks DeYoung a lot higher than I do. All right, so here's Anthony Rendon. I got Chris Bryant for 40 bucks. I anticipate Rendon in, like, the 18 to 20 range. Scott and Adam, <laughs> don't bid on Rendon. He's not a contributor in well, home runs, remember. No, so, so I changed my mind mid-podcast as I convinced myself that third base wasn't that deep, that I am totally fine with Rendon. He's a good player. Um, but I think I'd rather my corner infielder be a first baseman. I feel like there is more value there late. So I am not going to tie up corner infield with Rendon. I feel like that would be a waste of money. So right now he's at 23 to Chris Towers, 24 to Tobin. Scott was in on the bidding. Rendon with five seconds left. He's at $24, $25. And, and my bid was strictly price enforcement. Okay. I just wanted to get him up a couple bucks. You know, so this the is bet- where... Yeah, go ahead. Scott. This is where I got Seeger for twenty five. That's what Rendon ends up going for. And I and you I know. think that so we need to proportionate. We need to probably stop referencing Seeger just because honestly, I think you I think you got a steal. I think that's one well, of the best no, values I, we've I seen. I think Rendon is about as good as Seeger. You do? I, yeah, I wasn't trying to trumpet the Seeger pick. A little, a little, probably the same batting average, a little less power, more stolen bases, but probably the same amount right. of home runs plus stolen bases. Yeah. Uh, and probably similar runs in RBI, right? But not a shortstop. But not a shortstop. That's the biggest difference, which Chris doesn't care about, and that's fine. Um, you know, but this, you got like middle infielders, do. corner infield, you got more hitter spots here, so doesn't it matter a little bit more? This is a somewhat deep league. I mean, this is a 30 roster spot league, 12 teams. A lot of players being drafted. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, at shortstop, I, don't mind the, the later guys. There's a lot of upside in the late rounds at shortstop. Rendon went for 25. and Jonathan Scope just went for 18. If I... Yeah. Like, you nominated DeYoung. Then I saw Scope. There's some guy... I'm just like, eh, I don't want him. I don't want anything to do with him. <coughs> Unless I got a steal. Excuse me. Somebody talk. Losing my voice. Yeah, that, that was a... You know, the, the the good thing about that is um, if you hit a point in the draft where it's just players that you're not interested or you don't have any money, then you just get up, go get a sandwich, yep. get some water. Exactly. Adam, <laughs> sounds like you need some water. Yep. Yeah, this is going to be tough. We're almost done with the podcast, luckily. All right, Chris <laughs> and I are bidding on Cody Bellinger. Does Chris have the stones to go to, uh, you know, what? I'm just, uh, all right, now it's 27 on Bellinger. Yeah, I got him for 28, so this is not. Very reasonable here. Yeah. Bellinger at 28 to Chris. I'm really debating. Do I get in there? What nope. am I waiting for? No, nope, I'm letting Chris have him. 28 bucks, Cody Bellinger. Good job. I would have most certainly rather had Cody Bellinger for 28 than Judge for <laughs> 38. I got They might be, I got they might be the same guy. Yep. <laughs> Good yep. job. So as, as careful as I was trying to be, uh, I let's see. still managed to be impatient Ooh. with $10. Let's see. Scott, you're wearing the shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ronald, I want to see at Ronald least Acuna. $14. Ronald Acuna here, who could be a really good steel source. As much as we've talked about the steel scarcity, I don't know that that aspect of his um, skill set has been played up enough. The problem, I think, is that he just got nominated too early. Yeah, the one thing I will say is in a season-long roto, the fact that he's not going to be up at the start of the season probably matters a little bit less. Um. 
I don't think it matters much because I think it'll just be mid-April. I, I think, but I don't really know, and there's always the it's, risk it's more. Is he going to wear his hat straight? <laughs> I got him for 12 bucks, And I, I 12 bucks was a specific number I was looking at for Acuna because Carpenter and Matt Olson went for 12 bucks, and in any type of draft, I'm taking Acuna ahead of them. In a vacuum, I think it's a good price, but in the context of this league, I think similarly ranked players are going to end up going for much less. Probably true. But they won't have the upside that Acuna has. Right. But he's probably not going to be that good. What the hell did I just do? He's too young. He's too young. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. It's no, I, I got that. That happens to me at least once every auction. I just feel like I need to get this guy, and then I get him, and then I'm like, I immediately regret this decision. So here's Ozzy Albie's, fourteen bucks. So he's already more expensive than and Acuna. I, I love Ozzy Albie's, but. That's, that's yeah. a little too pricey. Yeah. See, the problem, they're, they're nominating those mid-tier guys that we keep seeing go for too much, but they're nominating ones I want. Yep. So I don't like that one <laughs> bit. Albies goes for 14. That was, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that was three straight Scott White's tro- trolling picks, nominations. Bellinger, Acuna, and Albies. Bellinger, Acuna, Albies, and Sonny Gray. Oh, yeah. That is the Scott White yeah. man crush Brigade. And although I basically ignored Godly, that's when I thought I was going to get two of the Super Aces, and I got zero. So maybe I should bid a little on Mr. Sonny Gray here. Throw ten, throw ten bucks his way. I will say, we're going to discuss this early next week. There's a lot of risk with Madison Bumgarner just because of his shoulder. On the other hand... <laughs> Yep. He was the he was one of the big four uh, yep, this sure time was. last year. He sure was. He was the he was the quantity guy and then before the injury we're starting to see the st- the strikeout rate was climbing. Massimumner might might belong in that tier. Sonny Gray goes for 16. All right, so He's I'm still gonna, available. I'm going to uh nominate someone now that I don't want but I don't want necessarily to be a great value. Like, let people spend. I'm fine with not having Craig Kimbrell. All right, I will nominate Craig Kimbrell for $10. I'll take him at 10 but he won't be $10. Uh, let me find out what Kenley Jansen went for. I think it was over 20 Jansen was $24. So Chris is at 16 for Craig Kimbrell. Now we're up to 18 19 20 on Kimbrell. Yep. Following the pattern. And I like the nomination. As somebody who doesn't like to spend on closers, I like the nomination. Right. Uh, 22 for Kimbrell. And that seems about right. Yeah, 24 for Jansen, so Kimbrell will go for 22. And there we go. All right, we'll do, uh, we're at 56 players. We'll, well, let's do 60, and then we'll call it a day here on the podcast. Brian Dozier. How much money do you guys have left? I uh, I have I have one hundred and sixty four dollars left. I think you're the big pile. Barely. Yeah, I have one hundred sixty three. So you're. I'm at one thirty seven. Max bid one nineteen. There are so many good players left. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to Yelich and Benintendi and Ozuna and and all those guys. We haven't gotten to Keiko and Paxton and Chapman. Like there are so many good players left. I like having the big stack. Curse you, Aaron Judge. Curse <laughs> you. Brian Doja. Brian Doja. A very slow volley here for Brian Doja. Twenty-one dollars, we dollar at a time. See, I think he's. I'm going to put in twenty-three for him. I think he's I worth mean, it. I I already have a second baseman. I don't want to draft a middle infielder right now, but 
23, 22, 24. That's too little for Brian Dozier. It's, it's too only, good. It's only relative to what other to where other players have gone though, because I actually have him as a twenty four dollar player, which is that what he ended up going for. Uh, he went for a dollar less than Corey Seager, and they go you know similarly in drafts. All right, here's a fun one: Reese Hoskins. So Hoskins is is extra valuable here because he's first base, outfield, and of course corner infield eligible. So you can move him around. Well, if if Dozier went for twenty four, so Hoskins is already at twenty. 21. Seems a little risky to me. That's This is about where he should stop, I think. Yeah. 22 to Chris. This goes one more. I really like Reese Hoskins. Well, go 24 then. 24 to Tobin. Yeah, I'm not sure Dozier uh, should be more expensive than Hoskins. 25. Oh, man. A lot of people like Reese. See, this is... Like, I got my victory lap for Reese Hoskins late last year. <laughs> I'm I'm good now. <laughs> like, I think... Not that I'd have a problem taking him where he goes. 26 bucks. Not a priority for me. Yeah, so... There's other good players left. Makes you feel better about Dozier at 24. All right, now, Jose Ramirez should be pretty expensive because he's second base, third base, middle infield, and corner infield. Putting him at middle infield would be awesome. Jose Ramirez... I gotta say, if, if the baseballs change, I have identified Jose Ramirez as a guy I'm a little bit concerned about, because the home run totals went so, so high up last year. He's at 26 bucks right now, and no end in sight. And my thing with him is I wish he ran more. I would feel a little more confident about spending the money on him if he was a 25 steal guy. He's probably better in points because he is so good at doubles. And Jose yeah. Ramirez is up to $29. Dozier went for 24 Now he's up to 30 So he's I in mean, like he Freddie Freeman territory. He has 102 yeah. doubles over the last two seasons. Yeah. I want to keep bidding, but... 31 It's fine, but it's not a value. It's not a bargain anymore for Jose Ramirez. He's oh. going to go to Heath. How many top end, like... He's down to 38 bucks. Wow. So... He's back. I mean, he maybe. has Paul Goldschmidt, Jose Ramirez, Manny Machado, <laughs> Starling Marte, J.D. Martinez, Chris Sale, and Jose Barrios. And I know what he's going to do with his pitching. He's going to go reliever heavy and just get like – he'll probably get like Chad Green and guys like that, like the Yankees bullpen. Those guys will go for just a few bucks. And this might work for him. It might work. Yeah. No, I mean, mixed leagues, you can go studs-duds. You can. All right, here's the, um, uh, Carlos. I like Carlos Martinez. How do you guys feel about him? We haven't talked about him much this offseason. Who's got the high I bid? I think he's pretty good. I think he's just below that second tier right. for me. Strikeouts went way up last year. I think he can be better than what his ERA was. Twenty. Do I want to go 21 on Carlos Martinez? Mm. And he's also the guy Damn who, it. Uh, think when you watch him, looks like the best pitcher in baseball. Yes, exactly. So he went for 20. Mm, maybe I could have gotten him for 21. 12 wins last year. That should go up. 364 ERA. 122 whip. He's never going to be great in whip. Uh, all right. That was, that was player 60. Mm. Scott, when are you planning on taking a break from the auction? When are you planning on pausing it? Not for a while. Uh, maybe after 100 picks. All right. So then we definitely can't wait that long. Miguel Sano's on the clock. All right, let's let's recap what we have. Chris Towers has a, a $3 bid on Sano. Uh, that was way, went way too long without somebody bidding four, so I bid four. Now he's up to six. I'll go seven on Sano. Carpenter was 12, and Acuna was 12. I this is I, interesting. i got to start looking for bargains, though. 
He's gonna get suspended. I feel. I I'm leaning toward he will get suspended. Yeah. Ten dollar bid from Tobin on Sano. Yeah, he he had an interview for the first time with MLB. Uh, Ten dollars officials. I think on Monday. Oh boy, ten dollars for Sano. Two dollars less than what I got Acuna for. And that's five dollars. That's a mid-tier player who went five dollars less than I have him for. So we may have reached our breaking point. People may have spent so much money at that at this point, and people they can't see, just throw it at whatever they see. There are still a few. Yeah, they may be holding out elite for the, guys, the big chips. Scott, you and I can be a, kind of a bully here because we have the most money. You guys need to be bullies. We can be bullies. I don't know that I want to be, but we'll see. All right, we'll see. Mad, mad bums up. I'm in on 24 on Bumgarner, 26 to Chris, 27. Yeah, this is about right. 28 to Chris. Uh, I wish getting... I could reconfigure my budget here. But, 29. You know, I'm trying to multitask. I'm trying to take part in a podcast. I know what I'm going to end up doing. So I don't really feel confident. I know how much I can spend on all of these guys. But Oof. All right, well, this um, podcast is done. So let's it's recap. Done. Yeah. It, I'll recap um, my team. I have the most money left, and I only have three players, Chris Bryant, Charlie Blackman, and a questionable Ronald Acuna. Is Bumgarner still going? Holy crap, he's up to 33. I I thought I was bidding on George Springer. Oh, boy. Well, you're off the hook. You're off the hook. $33 to Madison Bumgarner. Chris Towers has Sanchez, Bellinger, D. Gordon, and Zach Granke. I have Bryant, Blackman, and Acuna. Towers has Sanchez, Bellinger, Gordon, and Granke. Scott has Votto, Seeger, and Aaron Judge. All right, not to, uh, just just remember to, to tier, just remember to tier players in auctions, <laughs> um, and you could kind of figure out if you need. Ah, I want one from this tier. I want one from that tier. That will help you. Very important in auctions. Any final thoughts, guys? Uh. Pay attention to who you're bidding on. Don't accidentally <laughs> bid on the wrong player. Steven Souza to the Humidor, Arizona. This is this uh, is working out exactly how I hoped it would. Oh, you I nominated him, huh? Perfectly willing to take a one dollar Steven Souza. I'm glad someone else took him for six dollars. Now it's up to seven for Souza. Uh, I, I think the, I think the most important thing is just setting the tone, figuring out what the tone, what the mood of the auction is going to be. Early on, knowing if people are overpaying and underpaying, because that really changes your strategy going forward. All right, and we end it with Chris's turn to finally bid on George Springer. <laughs> Good luck, sir. Uh, for Scott and Chris, I'm Adam. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Monday.